Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at SliceOnBroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Hey man, it's an awesome cast. It's another one from the week. I cannot do this accent that long. It's Mike Sorgat, uh, Sorgatron on the Twitters here in the uh, Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. And it is the Halloween edition, as you probably saw in the intro there. Thank you, Katie, for hanging out with us on the green screen with her fantastic makeup. Uh, for the Halloween season. And you can check out another uh, special message from her uh, for you awesome casters over on the Facebook as well and the YouTube. Uh, so thank you so much for that. It is the Halloween edition, and I'm dressed up with I have the long hair back again, straight from Jamaica, of course, man. Uh, so uh, I thought that was a perfect uh, uh, opportunity to do this. Plus, I don't know if I can wear my glasses over the cane mask, and that's a little hard to operate the board with. So, uh, but we'll figure that out because I have to try the tr- cane mask or some sort of wrestling-related thing uh, for the wrestling shows later. But it is podcast day, and joining me as he did all the podcast days, it is John Chichilla at Chilla. Oh, no, what is your name? That is not me. <laughs> that is not you. We'll fix and that, that here momentarily. <laughs> you are not Armand. I talked to Armand earlier uh, as we uh, discussed his uh, travel bits, if you recall. Uh, you, should, that- you should just put me as invisible on the couch. I'm I'm a ghostly apparition for, there you for go. Halloween. There you go. So there you are. Uh, John Chichilla is joining us. Of course, he is not from Latvia, as our other guest was <laughs> earlier today. Um, but uh, but but how you doing? I I see that you dressed up for the Halloween occasion. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm. I came as an office worker. Yes, very well <laughs> done. Very well done. Is it an office worker? Perhaps that's about to get eaten by zombies. It might be. Let's or go I'm with just that. From Inintech. Let's just Inintech. So it's just a <laughs> a real zombie, really. So, um, so, but this is the awesome cast. Like we said, we'd like to talk tech, have a little bit of fun here from a Pittsburgh state of mind. You can check out everything at awesomecast.net. You can uh, also please subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and very soon, as long as they allow you to do it, Google Play Music, apparently. Uh, we are trying to get everything. I got about half of the shows in Google Play Music, and they haven't even released, so you can't even go get anything yet. Uh, but maybe we'll mention that a little bit later. Uh, also, uh, you can uh, drop a line to us over at awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com on the email. Tweet us at awesomecast and look for awesomecast on the Facebook and Google Plus. That's probably us if you found that. Um, and please, uh, big thanks to our Patreon supporters uh, over there, patreon.com slash uh, WM. I'm sorry. No, that's the other thing. Patreon.com slash awesomecast. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Uh, you can support the show. Become our boss. We got a special uh, 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 tier here. At if you uh, uh, give five bucks an episode for a, a few weeks, we will send you business cards as our executive producer 
because that's what you are. And uh, and we have a couple people lining up for that. Mike Fedor uh, of the Michael Fedor Show and uh, Thistle Sea Business Development up there in Cranberry are uh, big supporters of the show. We thank them very much for that, and we hope uh, if you dig it, you give a give a buck if you can. If not, that's okay. Just share the show. Help uh, grow the awesome cast audience. And, of course, you can join us here live at live.sorgatronmedia.com every Tuesday. Uh, we started booting up a little bit around uh, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Sometimes we're having fun. Sometimes I'm working on my accent. You never know. Sometimes there's a, 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 a replay of the awesome chat interview that we had earlier. And you can join us and become part of that crew as well. Uh, of course, Wheels joins us, Juggalo John and Virginia. Oh, wait, that's me. And uh, uh, Wheels, like I mentioned. <laughs> and, and we're in there, too. We're keeping an eye out. And uh, you can watch the live stream and become part of the show every Tuesday. So let's get into it with our awesome things of the week. I know it's Halloween, but I'll hold off mine because it's the creepy one. Uh, so, Achilla, what do you have that's useful out there? So I have perch, and I actually, I actually kind of am thinking about a plan to use this for Halloween that that brings brings back memories of my childhood personally. So, so mine is perch. It allows you to turn any old Android device into a monitor, um, whether it be a tablet, a phone, whatever. Um, you can obviously get a video feed as well as an audio feed. It also allows you to talk back. Um, this from it is in beta. It is Android only right now. I've heard rumblings that they may have an iOS app in the future, um, and you can sign up for it at getperch.com. We're kind of this ties into my childhood um, and Halloween. Was my, I grew up at my grandparents' house, and one of the things my grandparents would do was they would put a walkie-talkie inside of the pumpkin. And you could actually hear kids come up to the front porch with the door shut. And they would talk through and scare the crap out of people um, through that. And I actually have an old um, Motorola Zoom tablet with a with an attachable speaker. So I think I may, I may do the same thing. Use it to monitor kids coming up to the the um, front porch. I'll be able to see them, and then I can I can yell and scream and play loud music and and whatnot. Um, through the device. So uh, to me, this answer, I think you've looked at products like this that allow you to use a webcam mm -hmm. from a laptop. And I think this, this will allow you to also use a laptop webcam or, or anything else to, to kind of get started. But to me, this is just another solution in the, the repertoire of home, home security type applications. And I'm using uh, Sighthound that we talked about on the show previously. Uh, so, not, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a little more kludgy. Again, I'm not paying for like the kind of the bells and whistles of it, but it gets the job done. And uh, I just grabbed an old old tower and uh, threw it in the corner in the living room, and, and and that works pretty well. And I have a good idea what's going on if there's like you know something's knocked over on in my front yard. What happened here? And I can get a pretty good idea, right? Mm -hmm. um, but uh, no, I like the idea of this, especially if you're like a longtime Android user and you just have a collection of phones. Like, can you, how far back of a phone can this go? That I, that's a good question. Like, like, are we talking about like if I have a bunch of old like Kia Sierra uh, fifty dollar phones, is this going to work on there? It's Android four one and up, so it goes yeah, back pretty darn far. True, true. 
but like you're not throwing this on your G1 or anything like that. Uh, so, no. but, but that's fine. I mean, that's that's a nice that's a nice kind of entry point to get into something like this. Uh, I, I think it's uh, I, I think it's cool. I, and, and when my uh, Android, uh, my Nexus Seven tablet becomes a little too uh, uh, sketchy for me to be using, maybe that's something I can do with it. So. Or maybe can you can you just like look for some cheap uh, Android four point one devices and snag those off of eBay or something? And... I'm sure you could find plenty of those because I mean four one that's is that jelly bean or honeycomb? Oh, I, don't I mean know. a lot of de- a lot of devices got up updated to KitKat. Mm-hmm. There was a big push. Um, Four ones Jelly Bean, and it's one of the the first iterations of Jelly Bean. So there's there's plenty of cheap devices you can find out there. Um, yeah, four O was ice cream sandwich. Pretty randomly, there's some uh, some brands I'm not recognizing. Xcody apparently uh, Android Android devices for about sixty dollars. Buy it now, thirty or forty dollars. Buy it now, and these are three G GSM GPS Android Dolsum Unlocked Straight Talk AT and T smartphones. And uh, they're going to be, I mean, they're, they're going to work for this. So and, I, and it, I'm sure you could find a bunch of older, older even tablets, right? right. Um, that, that you're going to be able to use with this, the 50, the $50 tablet you pick up at, uh, at big lots. This is probably going to run this. No problem. $35. The, the, the blue da- dash <laughs> junior. Uh, I, I'm presuming this is an Android phone. It looks like it. There you go. Yeah. There's a lot of options. So you can just like snag these, and is it is it a one to one or can I kind of create a network of these things? How you can create a network work? of them. Okay, so I can just yeah, like, so you, like and that, that's a lot of lot less overhead because even like what I'm doing is I have a webcam and I have a super happen to have a super long USB cord. I'm running that across and behind things in the living room up to the front window, and and, and you know there's just a lot to it. But if it's just a well, I need to run power to a phone or old tablet that so it never goes off. We just can stick these anywhere. Maybe put some Velcro hangy thingies in the corner or something, uh, and and you can just uh, just just do that. That's great. That's a, the we're getting to that point where we can just like take our old gadgets and just just repurpose them for a single use, like I do with computers for the studio, mm-hmm. for instance. I love that. I love that idea. So that's getperch.com if you want to check it out. And you can you can actually download it and try it out now. You can down, yes, you can download it, try it out now. You can sign up on their website. And like I said, they do also work not just with Android, but with a laptop or a webcam. Um, so I think you can install it. I saw it, I saw in their, in one of their demos, they had it running on a Chromebook. Um, so yeah, it should run on pretty much anything other than an Apple device. Of course, of course, <laughs> everything but, but uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Go check it out. Get perch.com. So my thing, like I said, it's kind of the creepier thing uh, on our list today. Uh, although we do have a Halloween story a little bit later, but uh, this was an interesting uh, experiment. You remember, you know, we've had our share of connect stories here over the year that we've been doing this podcast. And uh, this story over at dorkly.com that I discovered, uh, creepy face reenactment tech will change catfishing forever is the headline. And uh, this was a uh, technical kind of demo. And as you get in here, and I don't know if you guys are going to have to look close on the video here since we're not completely full screen, but basically what's happening, you have a camera on both, on both individuals. Now, Look very closely uh, when you're looking at at this. Uh, look at the face on the guy on the left. 
on the video screen versus what he's actually doing. And now, of course, it's matching over here the guy on the right. So they're applying the facial, the facial moves of this person on the right to the person on the left to make it look like they're the one actually talking. Huh. Right. Now, could you, can you pull this from like a template or does the person have to be sitting there? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I, I, the, the demos they're showing are fair, pretty much just them both sitting there. Uh, right. So I'm wondering, can I, can I take like a 3d model of the president or Tim cook mm. or well, whoever that, that we've already then, been able to do and then dial and then call in from hangout and, and be them on, well, the, the, on no, awesome cast that we already do. Cause actually some of the guys on the mayhem show have called in using their webcam and there's actually software that comes with, I think like the HPs or something like that, that turns you into like a cat. And, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, but that's a cat. I, I want it to be another person. Oh, I, I think if you have something like that, I think you can just have a higher, uh, actually, uh, you just have a higher end version of that. Because um, mm-hmm. this is a 3D representation. But even, I don't see why this couldn't just kind of apply to just a character in general. I, I think that's easier for it to just have a CG character or a picture kind of situation versus mm-hmm. a live person. Because the other person has their head moving around and it's still mapping to their face. So, and actually, you're seeing a little bit of that net mapping in this video right here. Uh, so, basically, you know, it, it, it's kind of just, you know, moving the entire expression spots over. The matter mm-hmm. of the shape. But, I, it, yeah, and it's creepy to begin with. Um, but, yeah, you could have some interesting applications for this. I don't know what the, um, I don't know what the, the, uh, what your your initial application for this is, other than maybe a little bit of interesting... Um, uh, the, okay, they give some examples of what you could do. You could broadcast an interview in multiple languages using an interpreter's performance. There you go. So the interpreter is okay. actually making that, that change versus the bad voiceover things that we use. Add virtual celebrities to live events, as you're saying with the, like, I want to be the president or something. Uh, allow for new communication methods in online games. I think there's a lot of application for that, of course. Uh, catfish the living bejesus out of people and destroy any sense of tangible reality forever. That's actually, I like the gaming idea. Like, if I'm playing I thought you were going to like the catfishing idea. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm playing the multiplayer game and I turn and look Think of, think about VR, right? We we talked about VR a lot. I look over and I'm I'm looking at someone I'm playing with, and their character is mouthing the conversation that they're coming through on chat, type of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, think it'd be, I think it's really cool. Awesome. So you say you can get more into it. Uh, the story's over on Dorkly dot com. And uh, you can you can check that out. It's it's really really creepy, uh, like really really creepy. That last video I showed was really creepy. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, so hey, Chilla, you're not here, so you don't get to enjoy this nice slice on Broadway uh, that we have here in the studio. You should. You, I, I think you should like real time FedEx me. Deliver it. We need. We need a. We need a. Uh, a courier to send you a slice over next. The next. <laughs> the next town over here. 
uh, uh so 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 you're a part of this but no slice on broadway slice on broadway.com you go check them out uh they're right here along the tracks here at beachview as well as down on uh, Main Street in Carnegie, PA. Uh, great stuff, fresh ingredients. It's not a big, you know, suspicions are some of those big chains. It's just like a frozen pizza, more or less. You know, like they have like the doughs, like actually just kind of already there because they're not putting the cheese in that dough and the bacons and the hot dogs or whatever the heck they're doing these days. All that pizza science. It's not, no, this is real pizza science. This is real pizza chemistry right here. And these are your master professors right here. His name is Rico. Go check it out. Sliceonbroadway.com. PGH underscore slice on the Twitters and slice on Broadway on your Facebooks and on your Instagrams. Tell them you heard about them from the awesome cast. Chilla. Chilla, chilla, chilla. I really kind of poked the bear today. With what? Um, I poked the bear today. I sent this project uh, that, that, that it's called the Pico Brew. And I, I did, I, I saw that, I, and it was weird. I've been seeing a lot of tech information on Forbes. Yes. Um, and that's actually where I picked up this story first. So, can you describe the Pico Brew to me? So from from what I read earlier, the Pico Brew is pretty much the Keurig of home beer brewing. Brewing, not not just well, it was still brewing, yes, but it's it's a little more than what you get with a a Keurig K cup, that's for sure, right? <laughs> so yes, or or is it? I think you, you were you can, were you trying to compare it to the the Soda Stream a little bit? The soda Stream. <laughs> so basically, it, it, it seems that you get. A, a yeast pack of a certain sort. Uh, and then from there, you actually have a uh, recipe system. So you'll get a recipe for a kind of beer, and then it brews it, which is a long, long process. As microbrewing people know, uh, you know it's, it's kind of a complicated thing. We talk about chemistry. Yeah, this is kind of chemistry uh, to, to get, this, get this to happen. And uh, yeah. go ahead. I was going to say, isn't it, isn't it, a month or more, typically. To <laughs> Did I brew? read that? It's a month. <laughs> so I, it's really it, it, it's not like I think it's going to partially simplify things a little bit that there's a machine that'll do it for you, but then it just sits there for a while, and then that's about it, and then you have beer. Okay, all right, I got gotcha. you. Now, of course, uh, with any beer uh, type story. We, uh, we made sure to tag our good buddy Doug Durda of ShouldIDrinkThis.com, fantastic beer podcast. You should be listening to it if you're a beerophile. Is that the word? Is it beerophile? I'm guessing it's probably not. It's probably like hopophile. Hopophile? Or... Craft, craft beer light, maybe? Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, <laughs> he had a lot of comments on this. Uh, he says, for instance, let me, let me get all of his replies here. Uh, I like the marketplace concept and how it's laid out. Uh, one thing seriously lacking with homebrew supply websites is decent UX and UI. I guess people are willing to pay $800 for a baby stroller. There's a market for this also. Uh, it's already raised $100,000 over its goal in 34 days ago. Good Lord. They have some respectable sponsors attached also, including the American Homebrewers Association. So that's really impressive. Um, they have white labs on board with the East Packs. The video on the Kickstarter page is really well done. I agree with that. We're showing that a little bit here on the video version of the show. Um, this is like buying a Keurig, dropping in a Starbucks K-cup, and calling yourself a barista. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's kind of expensive for what it is. Uh, he can't see anyone who, who starts with that 
Quain to get into home brewing when they realize the time and energy it takes. So I don't know. It's very interesting. Um, again, I don't understand the beer market to begin with. Um, that's that's where Doug and I think he gave us some pretty interesting. Um, but they do have commercial operations like Rogue, Dogfish Head, and Elysian. Uh, so I think this is that fancy thing that you get. Um when you want to kind of homebrew and you have way too much money and uh, and and not enough a lot of time and effort. To or is do it, it where you don't? Because I, I I think a lot of homebrewers it takes up a lot of space, much more space yes. than this device takes up. Yes, and maybe maybe that's where because you connect a mini keg to this. I don't know. Right, because it looks like it, this is the like I want to be a home brewer, but I just want to put it in in the corner space of my spacious uh, countertops in the kitchen. I think so. I mean, really interesting concept, technology in the home brewing, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I thought it was that. Thank you, thank you, Doug Dirta again. Should I drink that? Dot com. Go check out his podcast uh, if you have a little more uh, interest in the beers. The beers. Um, also, hey, we got a. I uh, uh, hope you don't mind. I took over the app and tip of the week here uh, this week, but uh, I want to talk about this app that's going around here. Instagram, Instagram always has the fun apps. Are, uh, do you do you pull up the hyperlapse anymore, Chilla? Um, very rarely. I, I need to find some. Like I need to have. I, I have potential sometimes use cases for it, but it's it's not something that I use daily, weekly, or I could even say monthly. Well, we've had the 15-second videos. We've had the 30-second Twitters. We've had the second-second Vines. How about your one-second videos for Instagram? And and I thought this was an April Fool's joke. I had to check the calendar when I read this headline. But, yeah, Instagram just launched a new app that loops one-second videos. So we, we can play with this a little bit. It's called Boomerang. And what it does is it actually will take a little bit of a video and then loop it back and forth. We talked about uh, what the GIF the gift toaster did a couple of weeks ago. It reminds me a lot of that, to be quite honest. And, and I think one of the things that's important about this is if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it does go back and forth. Mm-hmm. So like a boomerang, right? right? So it goes forward and backwards, which I'm guessing. Then it has to strip off the audio because I'm guessing you don't want to listen oh, to I don't the think audio, audio on this first. Thing. So I so that's where I, I really wonder: is it are we that much better off with this versus something like the gift toaster? So I have it queued up here uh, on my app so you guys can see. Uh, so let's let's see what we can do here. Hi, I'm getting a liked photo. So I'm on here, and we're going to go ahead and rec- how, how, how do I do it? Just hit this. Oh, okay. It did too quick. I didn't really do anything interested. Interesting. So, uh, so it saved that. And <laughs> let's try this again. I'll actually, do something interesting. Like try to like w- raise your hand and wave in the one second, or do a thumbs up or How something. How about that? How about that? There you go. There you go. And we'll go ahead and Instagram that, and boom, there you go. That is our boomerang. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so here here's where I think one second is on the edge of too short. Um personally, I'd like more of the so I, I think this was kind of a hey, let's try to mimic what Apple's doing with the live photo. 
a little bit. Um, and the live photo is obviously simultaneously taking a still and grabbing a second, a second and a half video from the front and a second and a half video from the back. Um, and kind of assembling that into a video with audio. Um, I'm not sure how, how many people are going to pause when they're scrolling through their timeline to watch one of these for in the long run. It's a cool gimmick for the next couple of weeks. I don't think they're going to, because isn't it an autoplay? Right. But I mean, so when I would see something moving typically on a timeline, I would, if I scrolled too fast to buy it, I would go back up to, mm. to look back at it. Um, I think this will grab your attention for for a couple weeks, and I, I think it'll quickly kind of fade off. Be a little goofy. I, I, I can't see any long-standing applications for this. Who knows? I mean, just just for something to catch your eye, or maybe something for um, a very inventive, eye-catching sponsor posts, perhaps. Uh, rotating coke can right exactly um, <laughs> exactly it kind of creates a creates a basis for that i guess right uh and 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 again i think it i think you're right it does kind of connect with the idea of the live photos it is that little bit of like hey there's a little bit of motion there uh so i mean it's uh i don't know like like, like the, the examples are shown in the video are like a dog moving towards you you know so you know i'll just kind of play with this a little bit i'm kind of like working with motions just to kind of see what happens like so it would be kind of cool if you, if you could take take the and figure out how you can get a video into there versus like the record like doing a live recording and could you get an awesome cast still with the logo quickly flipping in the corner or or something like that to to bring some additional content to a still versus I, I'm, I'm like I said I'm not sure how much. This is going to keep keep its momentum going forward. I, I, like I said, I think a second is just a, a tad too short. Right, right. I, and I don't think people can think in, in that short. I think we finally found our limit <laughs> of how, mm-hmm. how short we can make our videos. Although I'm kind of like this like half 3D thing going on. I wish I went a little wider with it. But uh, we can have a lot of fun with that. I don't know. If you guys are playing with Boomerang, please uh, share what you're kind of making out of it. Uh, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're finding any interesting ideas or find somebody who's, who is doing something compelling with it. But this is, I, I think this is, you know, like Facebook, they're throwing a lot at the wall just to see what sticks. And, and you never know. Like, you know, you know, Meerkat wasn't supposed to be the success. It was just the second or third thing that group tried and it took off. So they paused, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I, I think this is something similar with this. And they're just trying to give you so many ways to uh, be interesting be interesting on uh, be interesting on on Instagram without just adding all this cruft to the app itself, much like Facebook, right? How Facebook has split everything out at this point. So, um, but no, I thought that was interesting. Uh, also, a little bit of a tip, and I don't think we talked about. I know a lot of shows that we listen to, Chilla, they talk about this a good bit. But uh, do you know Google's been quietly uh, recording your voice, and here's how to listen to and delete it according to this Quartz article I came across the other day. Um, so when you do the OK Google, yes, I just woke up all your phones. I apologize. Uh, but <laughs> even like on your browser or, or, or something like that, it, you're, you know it's listening for that. You know what's going on there, but it's also recording that and saving it. 
Now, if I go in here, let's see if I I, I want to kind of show you guys uh, exactly what happens here. Uh, you can actually go to, and also I think this is the 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 buried the lead here. Did you know there's a history.google.com? What no? What's there? Uh, is it your history? It's your history. Like it's all of your history. <laughs> it's uh, it's really kind of astonishing. Let me see if uh, there's anything uh, 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 if I'm okay with showing you guys what's on here. Uh, but uh, if you go here, do do, I'm logged into my own personal account. Uh, only I can see this data, except for all of you on the internet. Hi, internet. Um, but uh, you got nice graphs and analytics on what you do in Google. Uh, searches by day. Uh, of course, Tuesday is one of the big big hits because I'm always searching stuff out for here. Total searches, uh, top top search links, or Twitter, Tumblr, Guardian.com, Reddit, Facebook. How many times I go into the Guardian? I, I'm not even sure. Let's got a weird thing. A top Hat Pizza. Wait a minute. Today, Top Hat Pizza. I didn't, I didn't search for Top Hat Pizza. Is my wife in my account? Maybe Top Hat Pizza. Huh. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can go in here and, and you see everything that you kind of search for. But if you go into your little hamburger icon in the corner, get out of here, LastPass. I don't want to save this. And you go to voice and audio activity, you get bum bum bum. Here, I said open Firefox on my tablet. Uh, I said uh, WWE Night of Champions uh, 2015. And if you hit this, it's actually the recording of you saying it on that device. I said Dean Ambrose over here. I said something else. There was something in here where I think it was this. Like, especially if you look at the ones that are on Tuesdays, uh, there's one in here that's just like I activated it on my computer, and it's completely just like conversation and part of like a Twit podcast that all meshed together, and you can see exactly what that was. If you don't, you know, like here, uh, I, I, I search for uh, Amazon Underground won't download on Nexus Seven because I couldn't figure it out. Um, it's a really interesting, and if you're concerned about this, you can, of course, go in here and delete it by day and get rid of all these um, if you're really, really concerned about that. Uh, but but again, like there's all this stuff in here. There's device information. There's Maybe I shouldn't be showing this anymore, um, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> just in case. I mean, it looks pretty innocuous, but like, it's just saying like there's my Nexus 7 device that's really all uh, talking about on here. But uh, you do have that. You can know exactly what uh, in a nice, really kind of presented it in a nice way, exactly what YouTube has on you. It, it's interesting because I don't use that voice search very often, so there's almost nothing in there for me other right, than a couple here. of, you could tell it picked up me saying the keywords to get it to, to, to fire off. Mm-hmm. Um, I did hear, and I'm trying to leave Chrome, I did hear that Chrome is dropping support for the okay search what for for yeah so i i heard you're by voice by voice activation they'll still have the button you can tap to to have it start listening that's not so bad but i don't think it's going to be actively listening as it did today I, i also heard they're they're getting rid of the kind of that app grid toolbar um as well, you mean this? Thing like they found out that very, very few people are using it. You used to put one app up in the menu bar of the of the device, or it would put it down in the toolbar on Windows. Hmm. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, it was that. its own kind of start menu of Google Apps. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know there's there's one you could do it on. Uh, you could actually put it in the dock of your Mac too. There was I don't know which Mac I had actually done that to. I think it was this one here actually uh, in the studio. So, um, which is uh, I I get why they wanted to do it because like commonality on like if you have a Chromebook or something like that, mm-hmm. I think it matched up with that. But uh, I I don't know the app system on on. A browser, I don't think, really ever took off aside from having a Chromebook because that's like the mechanism you're used to, right? By the way, right. this fake hair is really itchy. I want to point <laughs> out. So, um, so we're just gonna roll through that. Um, but no, I, I, again, history.google.com. I think if you go there, log into your account, you might be surprised on what's there, or maybe how little is there. I, I thought I would have a lot more for Google searches because I thought I kind of lived in it all, all day and I, I'd, I'd get a bit out of it. So go check that out. Uh, you remember last week we talked about the Aura AR, the uh, headphones that had Google Glass coming off of it pretty much. I was actually showing it to my nephew over the weekend. He, he was really getting a kick out of the idea. Uh, well, they saw our tweets. They were, they were quick to, yeah, they were quick to respond. Oh, yeah, they were. And they did correct a couple of things. One thing they said, the screen on the Orex is three times the size of Google Glass plus battery life is eight hours. So a good point on there. So thank you for uh, touching base with us on that. And there's another one. I, I, that, that's the one I snagged out there. But there was a couple of things that they hit us up on uh, uh, for, for updating uh, any info on that. So, uh, so thanks. That so they're very responsive. Go check them out. The Kickstarter is still going. Uh, I have not seen. Maybe I can check it out real quick. How their Kickstarter is going? Maybe we can get an update for you guys. Uh, so you're driving in the car and you won't forget to check it out later. Uh, if their website actually links to it, perhaps. No, I'm just on the website now. <laughs> uh, but uh, but no, they're, they're, they're. I'm pretty sure their Kickstarter is still going. Trying, I'm trying to bam for me, Chilla, while I find this. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. I'm actually looking out at their Kickstarter page as well. Campaign oh. comments. They have 122 yeah. comments, 23 updates, um, and they have hit their pledge goal. Um, so they are at 104, that uh, little over 104,000, almost 105,000 of the hundred thousand dollar goal. Um, are we looking at the same thing? Press loves aura. Oh, I'm looking at the Aura One. Oh, I'm looking at the Aura X. This is at the forty-seven, forty-seven thousand dollars of its hundred and fifty thousand dollar goal with uh, twenty-eight days left. I don't think that's really gone up too too much since uh, we talked about them a week ago. Uh, but they are sold out of the Super Early Bird Edition at three hundred and fifty for for that uh, headset. And uh, yeah, there you go. Go check it out. Go become part of that if you want to help try to see that happening oh the oral one is uh the one on the glasses apparently yeah it's one on glasses i apologize yeah but when, the, I, when i actually searched for aura x kickstarter it took me to the aura one kickstarter site so that one did so that that one's actually probably out there Mm-hmm. oh we might have to look into that as well here when we're not live on a show uh so uh thanks thanks for uh, getting yeah, that back was back in december of 2014 2014. Oh, again, that's not something like I don't not something like making a big splash like Glass did or anything like that. But um, very interesting uh, to see them going somewhere. And you never know. This is this could become uh, maybe they'll come out of left field with something that does take off. Or maybe if nothing else, this is a development that will uh, kind of inform or or be provided in whatever becomes the next step of uh, these kinds of devices. So. All right. Well, in the meantime, uh, 
hey, we're, uh, like I said, flipping things around here at Sorgatron Media Incorporated. Yes, did you know we're incorporated? We're that important now. Uh, but we have coming up. Ooh, I'm still logged in over here so I can show you a little bit. But uh, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that we've done. We're kind of a big deal. No, 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 no. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, you can check us out, uh, sidekickmediaservices.com. This is the website that you're not going to see just yet if you go to that .com. But we're working on here in the background. We're fleshing out some things. So we can show off the goods of what we've do- been doing here uh, for several years. We've done a lot of productions with uh, great groups like the Pittsburgh, uh, the Pittsburgh Foundation, of course, uh, and also just a lot of nonprofits through the area. Do- Direct Energy, Penn Future. Uh, we've done some work with uh, the, the 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 Shady Side Democrats, with uh, uh, Alcasan. Uh, some good fun projects for some big companies. And I can't wait. I'm hoping in about two weeks, I think I'm going to be able to show you a really cool video that we've been working on here recently involving drones. Um, but uh, go go check it out if you need any help with video production marketing videos help with your social media or if you want to get into podcasting in your business we can help get you guys going get you guys kick started here not the other kick started like actually get you going with stuff um, like without fundraising stuff um, but we can help you with that too if you need a video for something like that uh, go to sidekickmediaservices.com follow us on the social media hit up the contact form over there and uh, we'll uh, get a conversation going if you need any help let us know sidekickmediaservices.com so with that we're going to get a special message from our friend Katie and uh, aka the zombie black canary and uh, a little bit of uh, what happened last week in Sorgatron Media and we'll be right back happy Halloween Hey, awesome cast friends, it's almost time for Halloween. What's your awesome thing of the week? This! Look at him with his guess who looking face. Does he have curly hair? Yes. Does he have a dumb face? Yes. Does he owe sawtooth money? Yes, he do! Tommy James old sawtooth money! That's real nice, though. I appreciate the reminder. Ooh. Ooh, and there's the money. Tracy and he does rants about sports and you know I like to think of it as an art piece one time it would be great he probably would be in uh, MoMA with it if he just would only do it one time but he does it you know twice a month we're gonna have the the Gold's Gym uh, Mod Chalk the Taco Bell uh, sponsored uh, Hitman Lee Boba Fett brought to you by Fiber One it. The slow poke pizza hut. The workers have a way, you know, it's like uh, the, the cream always rises to the top. So you come up, yeah, that foam's going to come up. And, and that's where the best workers are going to come from, your best wrestlers, your best athletes. They're going to come out and, and they're going to truly shine. And so they expose themselves just like the others do. And I'm worried they're going to try to start pushing things. It just wants to be helpful, man. Yeah. Listen, yeah I understand listen, you're trying to be helpful. The big Goog wants to help you out in your day-to-day life, okay? <laughs> the big Goog is looking out for you, okay? And watching you. And, and reading your emails. And reading your emails. <laughs> and knows exactly where you are. Uh, the WWE and myself, it's like a bad relationship. Bad enough where you know you need to get out. They're showing you everything that you want to see. Okay, you don't you know what? You're all I just want to get screwed. Not that way. I just, can I swear? And 
And we're back is the Halloween edition of your awesome cast here at uh, Mayhem Studios, Pittsburgh, PA. And let's get a little bit Halloweeny here. Chill out. That sounds suggestive. I'm sorry. That's that's <sighs> not Halloween. That seems weird. Uh, but no, there was actually a very Halloween tech story that came across. And a lot of people were talking about this this week as we were talking about on off air. But have you checked out the Google Trends Fright guys? Whoa. Look at this thing. It moves. It moves with my mouse. Look at it it moves go. with your mouse. Have you been on here? Because cl- Click on the enter because wait till you get to the map. Oh, we're loading it up. I have a feeling it's going to take a while to load on here. Uh, so we'll give that a moment. But apparently uh, it's Conjure Up Halloween's most popular costumes. Did they talk about this at, at midnight? Because I remember they showed a map where they had it like kind of by state, right? And... Uh, like sexy pumpkin was really popular in Mississippi or something weird like that. Uh, so we're in here. It's loading up. Uh, for those wondering, we're running on a uh, a Core Two Duo computer here, um, which I guess is a little aged at this point. Uh, but uh, okay, so we we have some stuff going on. We have a little bit of a uh, light map going on, and we're getting some movement. Oh, as we move over, we see our states. And we can see uh, the cop- top costume around a Bowling, Ring, Bowling Green, Kentucky is Maleficent. Uh, all right. Yeah, so so this will tell you what the trending search Halloween costumes search trends are. So yeah, like Steubenville, Ohio's Gray Wolf, Zaneville, Zanesville, Ohio's Darth Vader. Um, uh, where was? So I, I keep having a problem getting like you have to like really pinch to zoom and kind of scroll around to get a lot of different areas like Altoona PA's giraffe. It's really um, murdering this computer, by the way. <laughs> Erie PA's Joker. And the interesting thing is that it does give you the category that it fits in with Pittsburgh PA's pirate. Um, so like. 1980s historical period for Lancaster, PA. Um, so they'll kind of give you the ideas, of, I'm guessing, of the most popular um, costume mm-hmm. for different areas around the U.S. Harley Quinn oh. is uh, is uh, in, in Lima, Ohio, in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Batgirl in Elmira, New York. Uh, wow, it's kind of fun, actually. And it's a nice kind of... <laughs> movie you know moving kind of thing it's like bouncing around and everything to you uh batman in bozeman montana Let's see what's happening out in california we got some uh poison ivy in eureka california they also give you the there if you look at the top above the map there's a trending nationally so harley quinn is the number one nationally trending Costume followed up by Star Wars, Superhero, Pirate, Batman, Minnie Mouse, Witch, Minions, Joker, and coming in at number 10, Wonder Woman. I don't know if you saw this on on the feed over here, but it looked like there's stuff crawling across my screen. <laughs> it was pretty fantastic when it loaded up here. Uh, so uh, that's cool. That, that's, that's, that's awesome. Uh, so Google having a lot of fun with this stuff. And it's a very HTML5-y kind of thing. Uh, yep, How'd you get to that better. panel? This panel, I clicked on. I clicked on your your top trending, so I'll click on superhero, and you get trend over time for costume searches. You get uh, costume searches compared to all other searches in the characters category. Uh, you get to explore the map and see like where it's big. Apparently, superhero is super big in North Platte, Platte Nebraska, and uh, go into that, and and you're back into here. 
So, oh, where's Minnie Mouse? Cool. Minnie Mouse is big in Casper, Wyoming. It's a nice little area, that Casper, Wyoming. Uh, Casper, Wyoming. You can be a pirate up in Fairbanks, uh, Alaska. <laughs> this is pretty great. Everybody wants to be a pirate or Chucky, apparently, in Alaska. So uh, there you go. So go, that's at uh, frightgeist.withgoogle.com. So now I'm kind of curious what, what else there is at with Google because I've never seen that domain. Maybe it's just kind of a weird shortcutter domain or something like that. Yeah, it just goes to google.com, actually. So uh, check that out. It's the Frightgeist. It's Halloween. I, I like, wanted to make funny noises. I, I, I really like how they do the trend over time, mm-hmm. going back to like 2006. Really? Yeah, like when you were when you clicked on that um, that topic, and you you could do a trend. You can do a trend map going pretty far back. Talk about uh, this one over here. Yeah, yes, search on trends. You know, pop up, and it actually goes into Google Trends, which is its own thing. I love how much graph work there is in Google anymore. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's pretty good. It's because it's, it's what everyone wants to see. Oh, and they'll even forecast to next year. Wow. So, uh, if well, they, where, where are you seeing the forecast? Go. There's a checkbox right above that graph for forecast. Forecast. Yeah, but it's not. It's not popping up for me. Oh, for for Princess Leia costume, you can you can forecast into <laughs> next year. Princess Leia it has. You don't have a Harley Quinn movie. You do have a Harley Quinn movie coming out. Suicide Squad. Yeah, you do. They're not. They're not taking the Suicide Squad into uh, effect here. So, um, but anyways, uh, so <laughs> so go check that out. Um, uh, the Fright Guys. The Fright Guys. I can only say it that way. Apparently, at least I'm not doing a Jamaican accent anymore. So. Anywho, uh, as I load some things up and figure out what's going on here, um, uh, alternative show title, 29 domains in growing. Um, (laughs) Alternative show title, Ain't Afraid of Ghosts in Casper, Wyoming. Um, So there you go. So uh, let's move on to some other scary topics. Facebook is unleashing universal search across its entire social network. So it's its own search engine at this point? But only, but only within Facebook, right? So I can finally have a decent search of stuff in Facebook? Maybe. 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 We'll see how this goes. Well, I, think, I think one of the big things was, too, that they were only, originally, they were only indexing back so many days. And I think now they're indexing back to the dawn of time at Facebook. The dawn of Facebook time. When the, the, when when Mark Zuckerberg crawled from the ooze of a frat party in uh, in the, Harvard, the, the one thing I'm interested in is: did they talk about how they're ranking? Like, are they ranking it? Like, am I going to see based on my friends and what they've posted, or how how does it rank? I've not seen this. I I just see the the word two trillion posts. And fields, uh, 1.5 billion daily searches being thrown around here. So I don't think they they have much. I mean, this is also part of them wanting to be, hey, we're a news source. But are they? <laughs> you know, well, here's here's what I think is I think they want to become more sticky. I don't think they want you leaving oh, Facebook. No, they don't. Well, what website wants you leaving their website? Yeah. Because the more I mean, you stick yeah, around, I mean, here I would look at it as Google. Google, right? Google wants you to leave and come back, right? 
Right, right. They want you to go through them. But they also, I, I don't know, because Google has a lot where their threads are everywhere. And Facebook does this, too. Because all of us have Facebook like buttons on our blogs and websites. You're not really kind of, fa- you're, you're still, Facebook's still keeping an eye on you. Same with Google, to a certain extent. Especially if you're using Chrome, for instance, right? You're, you're always <clears> in that universe. Um, Facebook doesn't have a browser yet. Uh, they do have a front end for, for Android phones that didn't go very well. But uh, but I don't know I don't know it's it'll be interesting I, I I think this is solving a problem for the people that are the living Facebook people and they're trying to make more people glom onto that I would suppose but uh, generally I just I just don't see it I just don't see it um, I, but, but hey they're doing something right they have enough people in there even though it's not us uh, techies that know what a Google search is um, related news can we mention uh, Bing is like ultimately profitable. For now, like, for for now, I mean, like, but but still, that happened. It's not just the thing they're throwing money at anymore. It actually is like, oh, hey, we made a buck off of Bing, which um, I, I understand is partially attributed to like being part of Cortana. Um, it has to be helpful that it's part of Siri as a default, and, uh, and 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 of course Yahoo helping out with the ads, or no, AOL wasn't it that was helping out with yeah. the ads. One one of the things that I think that's going to really lead. Bing into the future is the fact that their their I'm business sorry. intelligence. I'm sorry, that phrase "Bing into the future." <laughs> you got me there. They're they're really tying everything that that's. I don't know which direction it's necessarily going, but all the Bing technology is 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 also meant to be used in the enterprise. So if you have a lot of SQL databases and you're doing a lot of business intelligence within your company, um, whether it be on SharePoint sites or, like I said, SQL Server. Um, Bing is what's going to power the search capabilities within your within your enterprise. So I think it's kind of serving both models right now of the public and the private within the enterprise. It's I'll be interesting to see where it really thrives, or maybe it'll thrive in both places. Right? Um, I, I think there's going to there's going to come a point where. Google's going to hit a large saturation and people may just want something different for a period of time. And that might be a good time for them to try to, to snag some additional users. Right. Right. Well, okay. Let's go to uh, one, another kind of scary topic. And we have this show can't go without talking about drones and virtual reality. That's kind of our hot topics these days. Right. Uh, But uh, Walmart is testing drone delivery. Sure. I'm still not sold on drone delivery. I, I think they have a lot of problems they need to work through here, but uh, they've applied for permission uh, with the Federal Aviation Administration to test drones for several purposes, including home delivery, grocery pickup, and warehouse inventory management. I think the warehouse thing makes a lot of sense, actually. Like, it's, I would definitely agree with that. I think that's like just like Google Glass. It can happen within the doors of your business. Um, but no, they are testing. Uh, I mean, you know, they're not the only one. Amazon is finally uh, is, of course, you know, had their big show off of doing the same kind of testing over on uh, 60 Minutes. Google's been testing drone designs. And uh, everybody's looking at this problem. It's like the car problem. Everybody's trying to figure out how they can get ahead of the curve here, uh, especially a brick and mortar like Walmart that got caught with their pants down a few years ago. And, and they've been playing catch up with walmart.com ever since and very much competing uh with the uh the delivery service when it comes to that so i don't know i don't know 
on the VR. I was surprised. I was talking. I was talking to someone at work, and they said that they were at a wedding, and the photographer was using drones for a lot of the shots. Um, the photographer. I don't know if it was the photographer or the videographer, or maybe they were the same person. More like um, I wasn't. More likely the videographer, and I've seen that. I actually worked on a worked on a job with a videographer at a wedding, and and they they have access to a drone to do that. So. The one interesting comment the person made, though, and they they said they were they could barely hear the wedding due to the noise that the drone makes. Oh no! And that is one thing that I will say for there's a drone in our neighborhood um, that's been that's been causing problems and wreaking havoc. Um, oh, you have one of those problem drones, huh? We have a, we have a problem. We have a nuisance drone. Um, but that is one thing I will say is it is extremely loud um, when when that thing takes off and lands. Hmm. Hmm. I, I don't think uh, drones should be for during the wedding necessarily. Like I feel like that's a here's a flyover of the church and something cool and and, and whatever mm-hmm. Niagara Falls or whatever you know. Um, but the like during the wedding that seems weird. That, that seems like weird planning to me. Um, and especially like a moment like that, you want to kind of take it in and, 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 and the photographer is not supposed to be distracting. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. the videographers are not supposed to be distracting and it's supposed to be like pretty much in the background, you know, as much as we, we try and, uh, and, uh, that, that, yeah, a lot, I, I, I'm sure there's quieter models, but I don't know. Well, and I'm guessing it's, so I'm, I'm not necessarily sure about the quieter models because I'm guessing it's all based on the propeller size, which then is based on what it has to carry. So if it's carrying a, a, a decent video camera. Yeah. It needs a little more I'm power behind it's, it. It's, yeah, it's going to be a little louder. I mean, it sounds, it sounds like someone running four weed whackers simultaneously. Mm. The one, the one that's around here, it gets pretty loud. It's like gas powered or something. Actually, usually they're not gas powered. Which did you see? Did you, do you watch shark tank? No, I haven't. I haven't caught up with Shark Tank for a good while. So on last week's Shark Tank, there was a drone that these guys uh, built that actually has the ability that when it it takes off with the the, the quadricopter, the, the four propellers going, and it actually has the ability to um, drop the two the two propellers for a moment so it actually flips from going like this maybe i'll do a paint paint the picture like this from going um parallel with the ground to becoming perpendicular and then simultaneously fire up all the propellers again and it actually becomes kind of like a plane Hmm. which was which was really cool and the other thing that they 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 showed was that they you could actually pre-build a flight plan into their system so you could actually say take off from this place, turn into to a flight mode, fly around a location and come back um, using GPS. It was a pretty neat concept. Hmm. All right, let's get creepy again. <laughs> let's look at some virtual reality. We, we had, of course, uh, the stuff with Connect, and we had our face warping stuff. But how about a cuddly teddy bear with Oculus Rift and add a warp? You can become the teddy bear. Um, I, I kind of uh, attribute this to the uh, the babysit the babysitter camera teddies that that, that some might have, but like even, a nanny cam, yeah, the nanny cam stuff. But even more so, so you can uh, turn your head 
Uh, I think that I think it's you're actually turning your head with the Oculus Rift, actually. And uh, you, I think they were using Xbox controllers to actually move the arms as you go. <laughs> so it's a completely interactive by somebody else bear. <laughs> Just sitting there. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's how about an interactive bear? Where I feel like this is this. It, it, this is definitely beneficial as if you're a parent that's not, not at home all the time I'm with a kid or you want to see what someone else is doing. I'm not, I, 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 I'm not a hundred percent sold on the, the day-to-day use of this. Um, right. It, it's, it's, a, it's neat. Or, or is this the, the first step at, uh, what's the Bruce Willis movie where he, everyone just pretty much stays in their house. Surrogates. But we're going to be just like, like teddy bears <laughs> walking to work, taking the tea, whatever the case may be, while we sit at home and, and, and eat the hot pockets. So, um, it would, it would make, I would actually make for a, this, this whole concept would make for a really good next version of Chucky. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. There's so much I want to talk about here. Let's quick hit some of this stuff. First of all, please tell me about the Guitar Hero for my iPhone. So this, so this was for, this was something that I, I ordered the Apple TV when it went on sale on Monday. Um, so I'm waiting for that to come in. And, and obviously, when as soon as it went on sale, um, a lot of people took to the, their blogs and to the, the news outlets to talk about um, accessories. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I didn't, I wasn't aware of. Obviously, I was aware of a lot of the apps and a lot of the different things for Apple TV, but Guitar Hero Live released is it released a guitar, and they obviously have the the iPhone, iPad, and they're going to be releasing their app on the Apple TV. Wow. Where this kind of hit me was, and I was talking to Krauss about this, is for these types of games, and I've been playing, you know, Marvel Champions and Mortal Kombat. Um, on my iPad is Apple TV. I mean, based on what I'm seeing on the iPad, I think the Apple TV could make a run for being a living room console type gaming system. And the reason I say that is because I think they've, they've, they're going to be able to provide a solution set that no one can provide today. And I think the closest, the, the, the company that came the closest was Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they never finished their thought. Um, I feel like I'm going to be able to take and play a game on Apple TV and then walk away. And if I want to go into another room and play on my iPad and then jump on the train to work and play on my phone, wow. I think that's, I think that's where they're going with this. And the reason I say that is because I've heard that one of the requirements for the TV is that <clears throat> you have to be able to use the Siri remote as well, which only really only has one button, mm-hmm. um, which is much like tapping on a screen, right? So where I'm going with this is I think I would actually be willing to pick up the Guitar Hero Live controller at a hundred bucks. Um, it's Bluetooth and it allows me to play Guitar Hero, but I can then play it anywhere, anytime by just taking the guitar with me. Um, and that makes me wonder where, like I said, where they're really going to take this. I, I've seen a lot of the wireless gaming controllers. Um, obviously, the the remote they have is is voice activated. I, I think it's going to. I think this is going to bring 
a big change to potential for living room gaming. And beyond that, so so uh, looking for more stuff on this Guitar Hero Live, but there's also going to be support for the base stations for uh, Disney Infinity 3.0, and I actually have been playing a little bit of Infinity 3 um, on on the newer phone for a little bit there, and it's 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 got everything there, uh, and also the connector for uh, Skylander Superchargers, which actually, if you have the one for the old Skylander uh, Trap Team, I think it was, I, I lost, yeah, Trap Team, uh, that will actually work with your Apple TV for the newer game uh so so a lot of these kind of peripheral style games you know they're they're bringing their equipment with them to a certain aspect and they're not high end to the point that they need an xbox one to be a fun game Mm -hmm. so i mean really i i would love to compare the power of this apple tv this fully functional apple tv to that of an xbox 360 and and see how does that compare did they really kind of uh, compart, you know, just just make that technology mention because obviously this is not going to have the horsepower to an Xbox One or a PlayStation Four. But do you really need that? I mean, look how well the Wii did. Right, exactly. And, and the Wii was always generations behind in its capabilities. This think, is where I feel like if they could partner with like a Nintendo and bring back some old school games, and oh, then yeah, I think they could they could take this extremely far. Wow. Um, and I want to touch base on a couple other quick things. Uh, cardboard, I think it's coming up here this uh, in two weeks. Uh, the If you're a subscriber to the New York Times, you're going to get cardboard. It's not going to be in the paper. I double-checked because I was hoping I could just pick up the Saturday edition and check this out. But they will have car- affordable cardboard that comes with your paper, apparently, on, I think it's November 7th. So, uh, so there you go. And they're going to have a special New York Times cardboard edition. So go check that out, I guess. Uh, so I, I still need to have my cardboard folding party with, party with Chachi so we can have our own spiffy uh, VR. Uh, not that Actually, we can... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying, not that we can compare to the Gear VR that you, 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 you brought over here for us to play with. I, the more and more, I mean, the, the more people that are willing to do the cardboard type thing, I, mm-hmm. I think is great because it means the more that companies are going to be willing to do their event mm-hmm. in VR. Um, right. So when I, I, I think there's a football game that's coming up that might be, uh, they had the streaming, uh, Buffalo bills and was it the jets? No, not the jets, like, like Seattle or something, uh, Sunday morning on Yahoo. I don't know if they did a 3d thing, yeah, but I don't that. think it was three. No, so this is something else you're telling me about. Yeah, I think they're going to do. I okay. right. I think they are going to do some kind of NFL event in VR. Um, I know that um, one of the was it the Democratic one of their one of their debates. I think were done in VR, which was it interesting, was. right? It was. It wasn't. I because, don't. It was in. Yeah, because they said that there the cameras right there, and there's like you can see the guy next to you, like, and you can see his phone. Like, right, you could see his phone. You could you could turn and see the the camera. The, the, to your point, the camera person chewing bubble gum. Yeah, you could yeah. see the reaction of other candidates to the one that was speaking. Um, I think it's a very interesting concept in how I look at it. Wouldn't it be cool to watch Saturday Night Live in VR? Yeah, oh, that'd be a blast to be in the audience. <laughs> Holy crap! Please, that, that that's where I think you you could you could probably charge almost charge admission or, and, or more people are going to get to experience. Think about how much, how much like behind the scenes periscopes get people's attention, right? 
Like, you mm-hmm. know, you know, I go to uh, Monday Night Raw and I watch all the video guys to be like, hey, why don't you just like your 3D camera is like the post <laughs> in the corner <laughs> for, for WWE Raw. I, I would love that. And I completely do that. They already have cameras up there. Why don't we just put 3D ones in there, you know? And, uh, mm-hmm. and I would completely just like watch the match from the corner post. Like you'll get the, unfortunately, it would be unfortunate though when they come up for the, uh, the suplexes and you just got a crotch <laughs> in your face. But other than that, it'd be kind of awesome. It really would be kind of awesome. Uh, so there you go. There's also on, on, the, on, on that line, uh, there's a 360 video of Gary Vaynerchuk's Ask Gary V uh, from, I think it's like episode 151 on YouTube the last couple weeks. Uh, go check that out. They had a lot of fun with that. He gets up from the desk and goes over here, and they have uh, 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 graphics come up over them. They're in the 3D space uh, of, of their Twitter handles, and they actually have a thing where they have a second him sitting in the corner playing on his phone the entire time, and then he answers the question at the end. <laughs> It's really fun what they did with that. And I guess it's a company he's investing in or something. But, uh, but uh, no, definitely go check that out. And you can watch it in YouTube. You don't need VR or anything like that. It's just you can move it with your mouse like the old QuickTime VR. Hey, QuickTime VR is something I did in tech school in, like, 2002. This is not a new concept. It just finally has some standards, I guess, and some I think it has standards. It has, it has quality. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there's a lot to it. I think there, I think there's a lot of room for it to appeal to the masses. Um, other quick hits, YouTube Red, of course, is out. Uh, I, I think we're going to be talking about that as we go. Again, some really interesting stuff. I think I'm going to talk about that a bit more on basic sorgonomics coming up in the coming weeks as I kind of figure out what this means for content creators. Uh, also, I, I'm hoping we can have a discussion about... Uh, we had a story uh, that we shared out this week about a Little League... Uh, video game Little League that apparently the uh, AMC and a bunch of the other theaters are having a Little League for kids to come and do like Minecraft tournaments and stuff. Um, that that's it, it sounds like a really cool idea and it was a long uh, I think it was a it was a New York Times actually article uh, that really went into that. Uh, gamers have a Little League of their own by the New York Times and, uh, and and that's the big stuff I think for this week there Chilla right and of course yes. We're already inserting our stuff into the Google Play podcast realm, so uh, hopefully we'll launch alongside them when that, whenever that goes live. So, Chilla, I think we we packed all the news in there that we can. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree, um, and, and maybe a little more. We went a little over. Don't forget too that, like I said, the Apple TV comes out this week. Um, I'm sure there'll be some people getting them. And then I heard Microsoft is the first week, is it the first or second week in November? It's the second week in November is going to be pushing the fall update for um, the Xbox One as well as the fall update for Windows 10. There you go. There you go. And please check out our interview with Armin from travelwits.com, another Alpha Lab start up here in pittsburgh with they, they're the one chiller that i think i told you about that we actually helped out when we uh looked at the site here on the show back in april because uh, he watched the video and saw a bug as we <laughs> were going through his site and put mm-hmm. the in and applied the bug report uh so uh that was a really cool kind of connection that we helped somebody in a way that i didn't really expect uh through the show in in, in that manner so 
Uh, so go, go look for that. That'll be up here Thursday, awesomecast.net, as well as our interview with Carmel Chabini from, uh, from PCTV about public TV, television, and find out what that means for YouTube and IPTV and those kinds of plays and uh, how they're, they're working to kind of change that idea. Uh, and, of course, please check out everything awesomecast.net. Uh, hit us up on the Facebook, on the Twitter. Subscribe to us, AwesomeCast, on the Patreon.com if you want to support us there, uh, if you're really digging us. Or just please, just share the show. Just let other people know that you're digging on the show, and hopefully they will too. Big thanks to Missy Sorg at Rebellious Flaw on the Twitters for helping with the notes and the tweets and the wrangling of the uh, community all night long. Let me know if there's something going on in the chat room. You can join us live.sorgatronmedia.com every Tuesday about 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time and stick around all night long for the video games and pro wrestling talk that we do here on this network. Chilla is at Chilla on the Twitters. John Chilla on the Facebooks. Gadget Man extraordinaire. <laughs> we got we to gotta get some, some this old... Some this old tech together. Yes, we'll get we'll get our this old check. It's the chilla, the 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 gear man, chilla chilla, chicka chilla. <laughs> it's really cool watching the the bounce back video because I get this interesting gloss overlay of your reflection. Uh, <laughs> right, over top we don't. Of I it's a so so the video feed uh, broke when we uh, updated El Capitan on this old old Mac because I have this little weird little dongle system. That uh, that works for it. So I actually just grabbed. Sorry, Chilla. This little webcam here, and I just pointed it at the Wirecast feed, and that's how he knows what I'm switching to now on here until I find out, uh, figure out a new system. Um, but this seems to happen about once. But it a actually year. looks really, it looks really good. It's just from that from the Halloween perspective, it's kind of like you're a ghostly overlay on top because, of the video as well. It, because it's the angle on the LCD, right? So, mm-hmm. um, but nobody else can see that. Um, so anyways thank you everybody thank you to our awesome chat room you've been our awesome audience have an awesome week this show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network find out more at sorgatronmedia.com Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.